the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Glad to have you along. 844-TALK-989. Take us with you wherever you go. iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. Our app is downloadable iTunes and Google Play Store. Search 989-FM, The Answer. Uh, I mentioned in segment number two the stunning results of a Quinnipiac, excuse me, a Rasmussen Reports poll. Uh, they surveyed uh, more than 1,000 voters. The accuracy rate of it is plus Minus three percentage points. They say a 95% level of confidence in their results. Uh, The stunning uh, desire of Democrats, the deeply held desire of Democrats to imprison people, to track people, to take people's kids away if they do not do what the government tells them to do on COVID. Stunning to me. Uh, But also stunning is how out of touch that view is thankfully, in America. Now, the White House labeled this poll an outlier. It's an outlier. Not accurate. Rasmussen, which has a long track record of being correct. But besides the stunning level of uh, deeply held desire to endorse tyrannical dictatorial policies, I mean, this is really the stuff of Hitler's Germany. 45% of Democrats would favor government requiring citizens to live temporarily in designated facilities if they refuse to get a COVID-19 vaccine. You're not vaccinated? We're going to round you up and put you in an internment camp. Well, it worked for FDR in World War II. Why wouldn't it work for Joe Biden? How popular is that view? A strong majority of all voters, 71% of all voters oppose that. 71%. So other than the wackos who want to pen you up in a holding pen or in an internment camp, 7 out of 10 Americans go, no, 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 no. So that shows you how out of touch Democrats are. 47% of Democrats favor government, favor government, tracking you if you won't get the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, put a little thing on you and they'll track where you go. You're not going to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Okay, but we're going to track where you go. We're going to limit where you go. How is that viewed among the general voting electorate? Two-thirds of Americans oppose that. Now, again, two-thirds is a nice number. That's depressing that only two-thirds oppose that. I told you 29% of Democrats, one out of every three, would support having your kids taken away from you if the parent refuses to get the COVID-19 vaccine. 
They will take away the custody of your kids. What percent of the general electorate approves of that? 7% of Republicans and 11% of independents. Again, it's scary to me that 7% of Republicans and 11% of independents would approve of that. But that's where we are. That's where we are because they've politicized everything about COVID. Remember when one of our ways out of COVID was going to be monoclonal antibodies? What happened to those? What happened to those? I'd play you the audio of UFC President Dana White asking that question this weekend. But Dana White has a nasty habit of speaking in sound bites that can't be cleaned up for airing on a radio station that attempts to comply with FCC policies. But what happened to monoclonal antibodies? Like they were the miracle cure, right? Oh, right. Trump touted them. Ron DeSantis touted them. And then the federal government <laughs> dried up the supply. Do you hear about monoclonal antibodies anymore? No, you don't. Remember, what, a month or so ago, I was touting new drugs from Pfizer and Moderna, the people who brought you the vaccine and the boosters? Therapeutic drugs, a pill that was going to pretty much end COVID. I thought, ah, finally, we're through this. What has happened to the COVID pill? Where did the COVID pill go? Hmm, interesting, isn't it? The COVID pill's gone away. It's been approved. FDA approved it. Where is it? Instead, we're all getting four tests in the mail. They're free. I bet they are. So what about this Rasmussen poll? Is it an outlier? Well, I gave you the really histrionic, Nazi-esque, Democratic wish list of things. Put you in an internment camp. Take away your kids. Put a tracking device on you. What about the rest of the poll? Uh, 75% of Democratic voters have a favorable opinion of Anthony Fauci. I'm not going to compare that to Republicans because Republicans and Democrats disagree on everything. What about independents? 38% of independents. Half as many independents as as Democrats think Fauci is, uh, you know, is a favorable individual. What about other polls? Ah, CBS on Sunday. Now, I don't think CBS is out to hang the president. David Muir, the Sears catalog model. Oh, I guess he's ABC, isn't he? My bad. Sorry, David. Uh, He looks just like every other anchor on TV. What about that CBS poll released on Sunday? They say Joe Biden's approval rating sits at 44%. Woo, wow, that's high for him. But that 49% of voters say they are frustrated with Biden's presidency. 40% are nervous. Only 25%, one in four, say they are calm or satisfied with the president's stewardship of the economy, foreign policy, southern border, all those kinds of things. Uh, Ben Shapiro is a commentator that I think is very, very smart. Uh, Here is Ben Shapiro on Fox and Friends on Friday talking about why Joe Biden is unpopular. 
I mean, Joe Biden's presidency has fallen and it cannot get up. He, he has a serious problem on his hands. He, he came into office making two specific promises that he just could not keep. One is that you could spend your way out of a problem that did not exist, namely the economic recovery that was going to take place regardless of how much money we spent. And he inflated the economy beyond its capacity. Now we have massive inflation. And the second promise he made is that the government would be able to, quote unquote, shut down the virus. It was a lie when he told it. He continues to maintain that lie. And he has boxed himself in. He cannot get out of this. These are all problems of his own making. He could control the border if he wanted to, but he doesn't want to control the border. He can't control the virus because no one can control the virus. He could leave the economy alone and just let it grow, but he can't do that either. He has created this box, and now he cannot get out of it. And so he's railing at the wind and shouting at the clouds like Grandpa Simpson and trying to convince everybody that the 7 in 10 Americans who don't like him must be segregationists. No wonder this guy is so unpopular. Yeah, it really is pretty self-evident why Biden is unpopular. And I'm astounded at the lack of self-awareness on how they could pivot and perhaps, perhaps salvage some of their, I don't think they can salvage their legislative agenda because their legislative agenda is, well, it's crazy. I mean, the attempt to take over the election federally, it's not about voter suppression it's not about voting rights it's not that's not what it's about it's about a federal takeover of elections people just have this general suspicion of what you're gonna what you're gonna make voter id illegal like illegal like you don't want people to show an id when they vote i think generally most people realize "Ah, that's probably a bad idea you probably should have to show an id to vote So that's a bad idea, and it's hard to sell a bad idea. Again, if you had any self-awareness, you would say, okay, let's stop demonizing people. Let's stop, just because they disagree with us, painting them as racists. But no, Maxine Waters, Mad Maxine, is going right down that road saying that Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin, because they won't go along with ending the filibuster, which would, if they end the filibuster, would... Oh, I mean, it wouldn't automatically mean they could get their voting rights agenda through. Their mail-in ballot unbridled, their drop box collection unchecked, their no voter ID never required. It doesn't mean they'd get that through because theoretically Manchin and Cinema could both vote against the measure, but they don't want to be on the record voting against anything that will be portrayed as voting rights. It's much easier to just say, no, we're not going to suspend the filibuster. So you're never going to be able to get that to the floor of the Senate. But Maxine Waters says, we have two Democrats, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, and they are holding up the Democratic agenda. They have decided they are going to stick with support of the filibuster and they don't care whether or not they undermine the rights of minorities and blacks in this country. They don't care whether they undermine the rights of minorities and blacks in this country. She's calling them a racist. People in her own party, she is calling a racist. This is how the Democrats turn on their own. This is not how you get something accomplished. And American citizens... Do not like being called names. They can see through this. They're not stupid. This is why Biden's numbers are what his numbers are. 
They're not stupid. They know. Guy goes into a synagogue, takes hostages, screams anti-Semitic things, demands the release of an Islamic terrorist who's in prison for 86 years for killing Americans. That guy's an Islamic terrorist. Took the Biden administration a day to admit the obvious. Because everything about them is related to labels and demonizing people. And this is not something that a majority of Americans are too dumb to see through. I'm chagrined by the fact that we have even 7% of Republicans and 11% of independents who think it would be fine to take people's children away. That's why these matters are significant, because those percentages over time will grow unless we point out the absurdity of them and do not stop pointing out the absurdity of them no matter what. It must be a condition of employment at MSNBC, uh, if you're a black commentator, to spout racist themes. Joy Reid has uh, advanced to a position of prominence there by doing so. And it appears that uh, Tiffany Cross is trying to do the same thing. I've never heard of her, but she was hosting a panel discussion on MSNBC uh, late last week about the ha 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 Freedom to Vote Act. And the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which is basically the federal election takeover attempt by the Democrats. And she said this. uh, This is an interesting challenge because Kristen Sinema is a Democrat and she is in many ways upholding white supremacy. You and I both know what the filibuster was originally used for. I don't know what the filibuster was originally used for. I know what the allegations are, but I do know this. The filibuster was used more than 300 times by Democrats to stop Donald Trump legislative attempts, including the construction of the border wall, including uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, who is an African-American, by the way, his attempts at police reform. Uh, The Democrats used the filibuster to stop both of those items, and as I said, used it 300-plus times during the Trump administration. Now, of course, it is a horrible, terrible, awful, racist tool. Barack Obama used it quite a bit during his brief flash-before-your-very-eyes term as an Illinois senator before he bugged out on that term midstream to run for president and unfortunately win. Now, we do have a new governor in Virginia. Glenn Youngkin is now the governor of Virginia. And again, I've said before, and I'm going to be consistent in this, I don't love executive orders. But I do love politicians who do exactly what they say they're going to do. And I'm not saying executive orders should never be allowed. But I will admit my, uh, it's hypocrisy, to say that I hate when Joe Biden signs executive orders and I like when Glenn Youngkin does. But I like the result of Youngkin's orders a lot more than I do Biden's, of course. Biden's would allow, oh, let me see. They would allow biological boys to share locker rooms, shower facilities, bathroom facilities with biological girls. That's an upshot of his executive order on transgender policies. Glenn Youngkin, by the way, signed one of his executive orders to eliminate the teaching of critical race theory in Virginia schools. 
Ah, but it's not taught in Virginia schools. That's a lie. It's not taught here. Well, then you shouldn't have any problem with eliminating something that doesn't exist. Also, taking office in Virginia for the first time is new Attorney General Jason Miares. Now, Miares is uh, the first Hispanic elected to statewide office in Virginia. Shocking how a racist party like the Republican Party would put a Hispanic attorney general candidate on the ballot and help him win. But they did. Jason Miares didn't waste any time on his first day in office. He fired 30 staffers, including many attorneys who were believed to have been supported in their local elections by George Soros, the uh, billionaire who is really the money and the muscle behind so many of these crazy Democratic legislative or not even legislative. They're just oppressive, stupid policies like the new attorney general in New York City or the new uh, law director in New York City who's basically said, eh, unless you murder somebody, I'm really not going to prosecute you. Not going to prosecute you for that. So Miara's fired 30 people, and is uh, opening investigations into the Virginia Parole Board, as well as the Loudoun County Public Schools. Now you say, where have I heard of the Loudoun County Public Schools? The Loudoun County Public School is the public school where the biological boy said he was a girl, was allowed to go into a girl's restroom, raped a girl in a restroom stall. The father of the girl came to school, did not get a true answer from the school administration. Has this ever happened before? Oh, no, no, it's never happened before. We never had anything like this before. So he went to the school board meeting to complain about it. The father ended up being arrested at the school board meeting. And then we found out that the Loudoun County Board covered that up. So this will be very interesting to see what comes out of Jason Miari's investigation of the Loudoun County School Board. And I love the fact that he's taking a look at the uh, parole board in Virginia because the parole board in Virginia has been granting parole to people who've been accused and convicted, accused and convicted, of killing police officers. So... It's really not that complicated, folks. While some of the percentages are very, very depressing, I'm depressed by the fact that 7% of Republicans and 11% of independents would be okay with taking kids away from parents who refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccine. But if we get candidates who run on platforms focused like Glenn Youngkin was in Virginia, I'm going to prioritize parents, I'm going to prioritize authentic American history, and an education that's not indoctrinating our kids. That's a winning issue. That's a winning issue in Virginia. It's a winning issue everywhere. Maybe not California, New York, but most everywhere that's a winning issue. And then once you get into office, do exactly what you say you're going to do. That's a candidate people will support. That's a candidate people will get behind. The Republican Party is awash in those candidates. The Democratic Party is not. So we have an opportunity here 
Now the people have gotten a taste of this socialism sampler from Joe Biden to turn back our country to what it was meant to be. Hopefully we don't blow it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.